Welcome to Daily Hope. My name is Ryan Pfeiffer, and we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Now, before we begin, I want to warn you, this is a PG-13 devotional. We're going to be looking at the intersection of our sexuality and our spirituality. So if you need to, hit the pause button, come back to this later. But for those of us who are ready to launch into it right now, here we go. Beginning in verse 1, Paul writes, It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. A man is sleeping with his father's wife, and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out of your fellowship the man who has been doing this? Now, the rest of the chapter is Paul counseling the church on how to discipline this guy and how to confront and deal with the sexual immorality in their midst. And what this passage really helps us remember and recognize is that God takes our sexuality seriously, number one. Number two, God takes our holiness in the area of our sexuality very seriously. I remember when I was working with InterVarsity, and we had these standards that we expected our student leaders to abide by in our fellowships, sort of like a code of ethics and a standard of holiness in the way that they express their sexuality in relationships with other people. And um, I remember one of our staff just confronting me and saying, you know, I think we take this sexuality thing all too seriously. I don't think God cares who we sleep with. I don't think he cares about our sexuality as much as we think he does. Now, I was a little surprised by that and taken aback, but I got my pastor poker face on and just started asking questions, drawing out the person's rationale behind their conviction. But I think if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of us can resonate with this feeling, all right? Does God really care about our sexuality as much as we think he does? Now, to just drill down into this topic, does God take our sexuality seriously? I want to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. Listen to what Paul says. God is, God's will is for you to be set apart for him in holiness. Just think about that. God's will for you is for you to be holy and that you keep yourselves unpolluted from sexual defilement. Yes, each of you must guard your sexual purity and holiness and dignity, not yielding to lustful passions like those who don't know God. Now, here's the key problem with the Corinthian community and with this particular man. Paul's issue with them is not that they're not perfect or um, made a mistake or had a moment of sin. The issue here is that they are unrepentant. They have hardened their heart, and even, as it says in verse 2, they are proud of what's going on. Now, the fact is that none of us is perfect, and we're all going to be tempted and find ourselves at moments overcome by sin, in our desires, in our thoughts, and in our actions. It's not, you've got to be perfect, that Paul's drilling in on here with this guy in the Corinthian church. It's the fact that they've hardened their hearts, not as only with the man, but the entire community. And a hard heart can take on two forms. There's two sides to that coin. But one response or manifestation of a hard heart is denial. Denial is where we give up on dealing with sin in our life and say to ourselves, oh, well, what's the use resisting? I will never be perfect. And we sort of make like a treaty with sin in our life, just allowing it to assimilate into our life. 
because we don't feel like we can ever really overcome it. Number two, the other side of the coin on the other end of the spectrum is discouragement. This is where we say to ourselves, I keep struggling with this sin or temptation. I must not be a real Christian. I should just give up on following Jesus. And we give into despair. And we lose faith in God's grace in our process of sanctification, the process of becoming more like Jesus, the process of becoming holy. God doesn't want to condemn you. He doesn't want to accuse us or belittle you. Your Father in heaven wants to bring you into the full light of his holiness so that you can be transformed and shine with his radiance. As Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2, verse 15, Paul writes, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. So I just want to take a moment and pray for you for that passion and dedication to holiness and to purity to be renewed in your life. Let's pray. Lord, renew our conviction that you have created us to be holy. Renew our passion to be pure in every part of our life, sexually, in our thoughts, in our desires, and in our actions. Jesus, you have made us to be holy, to be like you. Transform us and make us more and more into the image of your Son, Jesus, and make us like bright lights that shine in this dark world. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.